0: For all the info, head over to bit.ly forward slash mouth to mic. That's bit.ly forward slash mouth to mic. <laughs> This is the Voice Coach Podcast for all the tips and tricks on getting the most out of your speaking voice. I'm Nick Redman and I'll be sharing everything you need to know to keep your voice healthy, sounding great and working the way it should. If you're an actor, voiceover, speaker, presenter or podcaster, you're in the right place. Hopefully it'll be a wee bit of crack too. Let's get started. Obligatory drink. Hope you join me in that one. Welcome back. Another episode of the Voice Coach Podcast. This one is uh, pretty dramatically titled What to Do When You've Lost Your Voice, which happens to us all at some point. (laughs) Let's be honest. Not perhaps because your technique's a load of crap, but because, you know, we all get ill. Um, That is kind of inevitable. And a lot of the time that illness heads to the throat. I often get emergency emails and DMs from people sort of saying, ah, my voice is gone. But I have a huge session tomorrow with insert dream client here or I have to present to the board of insert huge company here. And we can all find ourselves in that situation where we feel like we have to speak and we just can't. So I figured a wee episode on strategy here for those moments that do happen, it might be quite useful. But it is actually worth noting before we carry on that if you're experiencing any change in vocal quality for more than two weeks or so, and and it can't be attributed to illness or overuse, then do seek some medical advice. Right, point one is try not to panic. And this can obviously be the first place we go to, but do remember the very holistic nature of the vocal mechanism and how affected it is by stress. Like, that's really important here. You just have to notice what's happening, take a second, ground yourself, and make some decisions to try and help. I'm going to tell you some now. (laughs) I think it's important to try and contact whoever it is that may be relying on you to be able to make sounds and really just make them aware of your situation. That's the first thing. Like most people are not horrible creatures. Most situations can be tweaked a little. It's not often that something can't be moved. And, you know, it's good for your own peace of mind, I think, to know that you've reached out, you've done the professional thing, the responsible thing, and you've let them know I mean Japers. if Disney have cast you in their next big film they're going to want you in good voice let's be honest. So you do have to let people know. I think honesty is the best policy here and it can help when we're trying not to panic and staying rational about what's happening. Okay the next point is really to cancel any non-essential talking until this big thing that you have to do. So like don't even answer the phone. Even to show people how horse you are, to get some sympathy. Come on, we've all done it. <laughs> Voice rest in relation to actual talking is really crucial here. Next point, point three, I think, is start upping your fluids a wee bit just to make sure the body's got enough in it to flush out whatever it needs to in terms of nasties and try and rehydrate at the source in those vocal folds a little bit. That's water, teas, juices, you know, for some extra vitamins, probably wouldn't go amiss. Little and often fluids throughout the day. Oh, remember, there is a whole episode on hydration earlier on in this podcast series, so maybe check that out if you need a few pointers. Next point, four. If you've got one, get your nebulizer on the go. Nebulizers are great. They use a 0.9% saline solution, which matches the fluid inside the body, and they're brilliant at hydrating at more of a superficial level on the outside of the vocal folds. If you don't have a nebulizer, then steaming is great too, just with plain water. uh, Or a lovely steamy bath or shower would be nice. Next point, stay away from anything that contains menthol. Like the first thing people want to do is go and buy boots. Oh, other chemists are available. <laughs> uh, buy chemists out of lozenges and suck, 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 suck. Some lozengers will help the pharynx feel soothed. That's lovely. But if you've lost your voice, they're not actually going to do anything for your voice. Well, mainly because they don't touch the vocal folds. <laughs> uh, you know, they go down a different tube because it's not air. Like if you want something to suck on, to soothe things at the back, a wee glycerin pastel is really nice or just a wine gum or a nice sweet, something <laughs> something that gets the saliva going and tastes nice. But definitely stay away from anything that contains menthol because it's drying and won't help. Painkillers because, you know, you'll just feel like you're better and then push through. Of course, the caveat to that is If you're in agony and you need them, then fine, but only if you know you're not going to be doing any actual talking, so there's no risk of that strain. But once they kick in, don't be like, oh, I feel better now. I'll just call Auntie Babs for that catch-up. Stick with the no talking. Next point is a few gentle exercises to encourage a bit of vocal rehab throughout the day is really useful here. So like straw phonation really comes into its own here. I don't know if you've seen anybody on Instagram or on YouTube making weird noises through a straw, but uh, straw phonation belongs to the semi-occluded vocal tract group of exercises. So if you grab yourself a straw, at reusable, please, of course, think of the turtles and get a nice gentle, buzzy sound going. Then you pop the straw in between your lips and just sort of glide around your, your range a wee bit. So you might be like... like you're not even for Mariah Carey here, even if you're usually all over it with the range. <laughs> you know, just a single note in tone, like or a gentle slide up and down a few notes is just enough just to keep the vocal folds moving and if this feels like too much just stop and try again later if you don't have a straw then a really nice kind of puffy cheeked well like wuh like w u h glide up and down is useful like a so if you were here you'd see me looking very attractive with really big kind of hamstery puffy cheeks my lips are ever so slightly open When I'm just gliding up and down uh, the vocal range ever so gently. There's actually a really nice interview with Oren Boder of uh, SOVT Straw in the Voice and Accent Hub group on Facebook. So if you're not in there, uh, do join and come and have a look. Or if you're in there, check it out. Point seven, I think, though I should definitely have labeled these, (laughs) a few release exercises for the vocal tract can be really beneficial. The vocal tract is the area from the vocal folds within the larynx to where the sound leaves the body at the mouth or the nose. So like gentle yawns just to get the constrictor muscles at the back of the pharynx releasing, tongue stretches, jaw release. When we're in pain, we tend to like physically brace ourselves. So, you know, your pro-articulators might be feeling it a little, especially if you've had to say a few words here and there to like talk to a doctor and you've kind of had to push through and things or you've had to say a few words to um, make sure the people in your household really understand how quiet you need to stay. So yeah, a few jaw release exercises, tongue stretches. I'll put some links in the show notes to a few of those on my YouTube channel. That's probably the easiest way to suggest things for that. At point eight, let's just remember, of course, the whole body mind approach here. Rest like actual sleeping. You're welcome. (laughs) Good food, lots of fresh fruit, lots of vegetables, self-care. You know, if you do mindfulness or any of those meditative practices, that can help settle things in your head a little bit if you are concerned or anxious. A wee bit of gentle yoga or physical bodywork practices might be good too, particularly focusing on the shoulders and the neck and the spine. And look, a cheeky wee massage if you live in a world where people can touch you again one day. And actually laryngeal massage is also a thing in voice rehab, but please don't do it yourself or following a video on YouTube or with someone who has taught themselves how to do it one weekend on fucking YouTube. Seek out advice on whether it's actually needed or maybe helpful in this instance from like a proper voice specialist clinic, you know, but overall just rest. Get some rest. Let's quickly review those from the top as a recap. Try not to panic. Talk to the person you're supposed to be talking for, if there is one, to try and see if there's any way they can push back or change the schedule a bit. Cancel any non-essential talking until the big thing you have to do. Up your fluids. Have a wee nebulizer on the go or a bit of steam in. Stay away from any lozengers with menthol or painkillers or anything like that. A few gentle straw phonation exercises or semi-occluded vocal tract exercises just to keep the voice moving. A few release exercises for the vocal tract, so those tongue stretches, yawns, jaw release work. And rest. Do some yoga or stretching. (laughs) Just sit down, all right? Just sit down and be quiet and drink some fluids. Okay, Uh, I've put a few links in the show notes as well. There's a great first aid for hoarseness guide from Joanna Kasdan in there, which might be useful with some extra detail and the NHS guide for laryngitis. So I hope that helps you through any upcoming bouts of voice-related sickness you might have to deal with and uh, see you next time when we're going to talk about... Well, you'll just have to tune in to find out. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, of course, to join me next time. And keep those five-star reviews coming up to 94. Thanks very much. All right. Till next time. Thanks for listening to The Voice Coach Podcast. To get the most out of your voice, come on over to our free community on Facebook, The Voice and Accent Hub. See you in there. You know, don't even call someone to demonstrate how you are. I can't even do that. I sound like a drunk old woman.